0: Another episode of Marketing Management and Money with your hosts, Ryan and Ryan. We are going to be looking at the wonderful topic of selling today and whether or not you should be diving into selling or whether you should be taking time to plan your selling activities and and i think that this is
1: maybe gonna be uh i like there, there, there's gonna be two parties here there, oh for sure there, there, there's gonna be the group that's gonna be like oh you just when it comes to sales you just gotta be aggressive you gotta make it happen you gotta jump in and then there's gonna be the party or the camp and i think this is where i fall and that is uh take some time you know like yeah before you build the road know where you're trying to build the road to because you yeah you can go you know clear all the trees that you want and and just start plowing down everything in your path and And i and i can
0: just feel the eye rolling happen as you're saying that from all those people that are like no man just get out there and sell the road will build itself it'll come you'll look behind you and it'll be there right (laughs) like getting into selling is so much more productive and proactive than than planning right and that that's kind of the thought process here And, and i've seen that time and time again and there are people that can sell that way. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, there's some major downside to it, right? However, I kind of land. I, I land on the same side of the fence that you do, but way, way further away from <laughs> the middle ground of ballots. I'm like, no, guys,
1: we still don't know. <laughs> you, you you, do get into that. Uh, what is it? Paralysis, analysis. Analysis, paralysis. Oh, okay. Yeah, analysis, yeah. paralysis. Where uh, I do bad, yeah, I, you, I, yeah. Mm. You, you you like to you know talk and discuss and think and plan and yeah, and then talk and discuss and think. Yeah. Which, yeah. which I like. I like the funny to... thing is, is you can't stand meetings. You're oh, like, oh, what yeah. are we doing oh. here, guys? Like, right. why why are we here? We're getting nothing done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's. <laughs> <laughs> this I'm all... sorry. I just called out your hypocrisy. No, 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 no.
0: no. It's perfect, <laughs> and, and I'm going to explain why. Because it's all. In how much I am totally not an extrovert, right? This all comes back to me being completely introverted. Okay, I talking to a can talking to you. It's one person. I'm not talking to the world right now. <laughs> I was gonna say, really, so that's many what's of our happening. listeners are like. He I know, he right? He's an introvert. Yeah, what? oh, so bad. And it's it's that same thing. It's like you know i get in a group of people or i meet new people and there's the small talk that's going on and i have the hardest time in the world with that like if somebody's talking to me it's it's fine right but if i'm having to like carry on the conversation like dude driving the babysitter home is the worst for me i hate it because it's like oh, okay well i don't i relate to you on no level Nothing you do is interesting to me and vice versa, Ouch. vice versa. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was going to say, put the I'm vice this versa 34 in year there. old schmuck with receding hairline. Like this babysitter doesn't want to talk to me either. You know what I mean? And so anyway, so like, that's what it all comes back to. And I just, yeah, I don't like the small talk. I don't like the low level. If you want to get like deep in a conversation, Heck yeah! Let's go there. Let's get personal and let's get deep and ethereal and you know way out there. I'm all about that.
1: But okay, before we just start uh, over analyzing your personality, I know right? Let's just turn from sales to yeah. But
0: therapy with Ryan and Ryan.
1: <laughs> but I want to ask this question: <laughs> How did it make you feel? What really put us down this path was we started talking about sales, and immediately we we went into personality. And I'm going to ask this question how much does it matter personality? Because, you know, we, we said, okay, you've got these two different camps. Those that are just like, jump in, get it done, make it happen. And those are like, oh, let's plan. Is that a personality issue or is there really a better way to sell in a business? Is one better than the other? Or is it strictly whether you're an introvert or an extrovert?
0: Sure. I sincerely in my heart of hearts believe that these are like character traits. Right,
1: So selling is nothing more than character traits?
0: I I think so. Can they be learned? Yes, absolutely. It can become part of your character.
1: I'm probably going to disagree with you. But
0: but it's like your case. It's like long and hard work, right? Like you can't just go to a college class and all of a sudden you are this guru in sales. You're this Zig Ziglar, right? Mm -hmm. But if you... There are people that have shown that, you know, they... Put in the time and the effort years into this, learning the craft and mastering the craft, and it becomes part of their approach to life and who they are and how they do things. That you know, their thought processes shift. In that case, then yeah, I think that you can learn those things, but they have to be so deeply and harshly impressed on you Mm -hmm. that they become part of who you are. Now, the vast majority of people who I know that are top notch salesmen it's just kind of like this innate thing within them and they just excel at it. It is definitely, again, not something that I possess, but it's, it's, yeah, it's just part of who they are really. Right. So, okay.
1: I am going to agree that a lot of it is personality, but not the majority in my opinion. Okay. I I think that too many people place too much of an emphasis on personality, and they're just like, oh, yeah, I, I can't sell. Or, oh, yeah, I, I you know, that, that that lady, she can sell, you know, ice to an Eskimo. Yeah. And, and I look at it, and I'm just like, no, no, no. And I'm going to back up just a second for the foundation of my philosophy on sales. And that is sales has little to do with the sale, and it has everything to do with the need or the demand. And if you, if you look at it that way, then, you know, anyone can sell anything if someone needs it. Like if I'm in the desert, I have been wandering <laughs> for the last two days and, you know, I'm about ready to just, you know, pass out from thirst. And you happen to be hiking along and, you know, you've got your water bottle there and you're just like, ah, oh, you know, like the, the, this is great. All of a sudden, my demand is so dire, it's such a strong need that I have that you don't even have to sell it to me. Like, I'm gonna beg you, like, please give that to me. And I think that selling is the same way. If if I am at a car dealership, which are very typical salespeople, right? Sure. So I just purchased a, a new truck and the selling experience was, it, it was wonderful. So the guy was terrible. Oh, wow. It <laughs> but, was wonderful. He was the worst. Okay. Let me, let me explain. <laughs> he was a terrible salesperson. I hope he's not listening to this. Uh, maybe he is, maybe he isn't. But he, I don't think he'll be offended because here's the deal. I, the reason why he was terrible is I was asking him things about the truck. Sure. And, he, and he's sitting there and he's like, you know what, honestly, I don't know. And I'd ask him something else about the truck and he's like, Yeah, I don't know that either. No clue. And and I, I said jokingly to him, I'm like, So uh how long you worked here? <laughs> you know. Nice. And honestly, he had kind of just barely been there for about a month and he's like, Well, you know, I kinda just, you know, moved back to the area and just just started doing this and, and gotcha. I'm like, Cool. But the thing that was so nice about it is he was honest with me. Yeah. And that's what I wanted. I did not right. want a, a salesperson. Like I already knew I had done the research on the vehicle that I wanted. Sure. And it like he was only there to just help the experience along. He wasn't there to actually sell anything. And had he tried to sell me, I would have walked away. I would have been like, you know what, I got a couple other, you know, lots that they they have similar vehicles. I can go check them out. Sure you know, So I didn't want a salesperson. And that's what I'm saying is like, I had already identified a need. I already knew what I wanted. I had already done the research. I showed up and he was just honest and friendly and that's all I was looking for. And his personality was not what I would classify as a salesperson and he got the sale.
0: Okay, okay. So let's, let's look at this again from the perspective of, do you just dive into sales in your company or do you take time to plan and research and okay. create a strategy and, and all that? Um, and I'm thinking of specifically in terms of rep sales you know if, if you're a company that works with uh external sales reps outside sales reps and they are out there pitching your product to dealers or distributors or whomever mm-hmm. and they are pitching your product your services against the competition that's so we've said i believe we've said on this podcast before that all sales are a function of marketing right right um and, and this approach to to selling really is just another form of marketing, right? Mm-hmm. Where they are going out and pitching the the features and the benefits or or what have you against the competition. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you get lucky and your competitive edge kind of pole vaults you across the sales line. You get the sell and what have you. But sometimes it really comes down to you're just it's a waiting game, really, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're approaching this dealer this this customer, and you just do that time and time again. You take them. Uh, tons of donuts and and what have you for years before they're finally like, Hey, our other manufacturer just screwed up and we can't have that anymore. So we're switching. Yeah. And it's more of just kind of a right place, right time thing. So in, in that kind of an instance, because I, I think that a lot of small business owners run into a scenario similar to this, maybe not exactly like this, but similar to this, where it's like they're getting out there, they're selling. And it's, you know, is it this waiting game or is it just a matter of competitive edge? Does it does it matter if you haven't taken the time to st- be strategic and plan all of that out? Um, or should you just get out there and sell? Should you just take this because you believe in your competitive edge and just push it and push it and push it?
1: Mm-hmm. So, okay, here's here's where I'm going to be a strong advocate for the planning of the sale. Okay. Uh, You know, a lot of people say, man, I just I just get out there and I just sell. And I'm like, do you really? Is there not already a process in place? Is there not already a product to sell? I've seen great salespeople that they'll jump on board with like an up and coming startup. Yeah. And they will, uh, you know, they'll go out and they'll push and they'll push and they'll push on this uh, on this startup and then they'll realize that the startup doesn't really have their act together. Yeah. And and they don't want to sell for that company. And and so yes, they've got the personality to sell, but because the planning wasn't done on the company side of things, the people with the talent to sell are saying, you know what? I, I I'm sorry. I'm going to I'm going to go somewhere where I can actually grow with a company where I can actually go out and sell something where, you know, the, the, the back office is going to support the sale because I mean, I, I've seen when, you know, the salesperson goes out and they make the sale and then the back office doesn't support the sale. Like, they don't ship on time. Right. The, uh, you know, it's back yeah. backordered. Uh, the the product that was sold or the service that was sold doesn't match what was actually delivered. Right. I, I mean, I, hey, I can we're go gonna on, do and an, on and on and on. We're going
0: to do an onboarding and then they never do kinds yeah. of things.
1: Right. And... And then that salesperson pretty much, you know, they become disenfranchised with the organization right. because they're like, look, you guys are holding me back. And so, you know, the, the the salespeople are just like, oh, man, I just go out and I just sell. And I'm like, yeah, but you've got you got a system in place. There's a foundation in place. There's a back office in place. Right. Strong enough. To support your sales, and and I really want to put that emphasis on strong enough, because sure, yeah, there's going to be a back office there. There's going to be someone who's going to be you know doing the books and placing the orders and you know managing inventory and those kinds of things. Right. But are they solid? Are they strong? Right. Can they can they keep up with the sales, or is it just top heavy, ready to topple over? Right. Exactly.
0: And I and I love I love the approach that you're taking here because to me it really does become. Uh, a separate issue where it's like, this is more about the management and the marketing side of things. It really does come back to this planning and what have you. Um, in in one sense, but in another, you you also have to have the right salesperson, right? You, you do, and like there, the, again, like kind of like we talked about there. For me, there really is just something about a person that is really good at sales that it's identifiable. Maybe not quantifiable. I mean, maybe it isn't like numbers, but sure, um, it's 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 something. They they have that quote unquote X factor, so to speak, right? And you know, how do you find that? How do you look for that? So, uh, is that a crucial component to this this blend? Is there some balance here? You know what I mean? So, so. I'm I'm asking these rhetorically. Oh, no, for, no, no. For you're, spurring conversation.
1: You're, you're, you're going to love this. And you to get you agitated. You're going to love this. So, <laughs> I I love to say that all's fair in love, war, and business. Okay. Because really, love, war, and business, they kind of follow the same rules. Uh, they're all basically the same thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if if you really start picking it apart, and, and this is what I'm going to talk about. In life, you know i believe that there is someone out there for everybody like if you want to find a partner if you want to find a mate there is someone out there for you i don't care how goofy you are i don't care how awkward you are how shy you are how controlling you are like uh, there's someone out there who loves those features and your parents will find them for you (laughs) (laughs) maybe and so when you're talking about sales and you're like, man, there's this personality, here's the argument that I'm gonna make. I'm gonna say that everyone is a salesperson. Just like there's someone out there for everybody, there's a sale out there for everybody. It's putting the matches together, make you know, matchmaking, the 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 customer and the seller.
0: Okay. And, okay.
1: And so here's what I'm saying, right? There are Stereotypical sales personalities. Sure. And they're easily identified, and oftentimes they work for certain customers. Absolutely. But there are other customers that they want a different selling experience or buying experience, I should say. You know, these customers want a different buying experience. And so, you as a manager, when you're trying to put together your sales strategy, don't Don't just automatically go toward the stereotypical salesperson as the solution. That might be the solution, but rather look at your customers and say, what kind of experience do my customers want to have? Am I providing that experience for them? Do they want an aggressive salesperson who's gonna come in and get it done and make it happen, or do they want someone who's more of a relationship-type salesperson, where they're going to take the time to understand your needs and what you're looking for? Or maybe it's an informational sales process where you know it's lots of information, data, research, those kinds of things. And there are so many different kinds of sales processes. And this, again, where you're talking about, oh, man, there's, there's this right personality for sales. And I'm just like, eh... I, I don't think so. I think that there's the right personality for some customers, and then there's a different personality for other customers, and a different personality for other customers. Yeah. Now, getting that right mix and that right blend, you know, it, that's not to say that getting a really awkward personality in your company, and you're just like, oh, we just need to find the, <laughs> the you know, find the customers that really like this. But per- no, 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 no. Like your customers already know what type of personality they want match it to that yeah, that's that's where the, the matchmaking matchmaker. comes in
0: man that is gold right there i love i love that and you know this uh, this comes back to the fact that i am not a salesperson, right i like, mean in in certain like you just pointed out like in certain circumstances absolutely like mm-hmm. if to, to go back to your example from earlier about being uh what was it you were I was starving to death. You were dying of oh, thirst in, in, in the, the desert, desert yeah. right? You're dying of thirst in the desert, and you need water. And I come hiking along, do 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 do, and I've got gallons of it on my back for some odd reason. And um, I I would I'd be like, oh yeah, uh, here, take my water, like in in any <laughs> even if I in any circumstance, right? And I get that I'm like, oh, I'll pat myself on the back because I'm charitable, whatever. But like, uh, in sales, like I. Don't do well because I'm like, oh, yeah, no, you can just have that. It's fine. <laughs> I'll just write it off on the res- – it's a warranty item, right? Sample? We'll call it a sample. <laughs> I'm bad at it. So it would have to be a very precise situation for me to be matched in that whatever with that customer. But – Sure, you do you, man. Nonetheless, I think that uh, that thought process, that approach to – sales and selling and salespeople is absolute gold. It really is because it's this really good balance between the two of do you plan, do you risk running into analysis paralysis, or do you just open the gate and let the flood waters run out and see what happens. Yeah. Right. And it really is kind of this, um, like this really good balance because I see it being something where if you've done the research up front, if you have identified what type of experience that your customers want to have, and then you put that in place and open the gates and let it run, what's going
1: to happen? And that right there. It's going to be amazing. You just hit the nail on the head because I believe to my core, that when businesses say, oh, you just jump in and make it happen. That's really what they're after. No. 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 What they're saying is I don't know how to plan. Oh. Okay. And so I'm gonna skip that step. <laughs> that okay. step makes me uncomfortable. And oh, yeah. So therefore, oh, yeah. I'm going to just I see jump where you're going. forward. I mean, I see that all the time. Yes, there are some that that's really what they're after, but not many. Most of them are just like, we'll just make it happen. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll be successful because we'll sell. Well, what's yeah. your sales strategy to go out and sell? <laughs> Word of mouth. I'm
0: going to bring that up as much as I possibly can because
1: <laughs> I hate it so much. I hate it too. <laughs> it's terrible. But, you know, so I was talking with this guy who he is on a. Um, he's on a sales team of, of a small business and there are, uh, you know, there, there it's, it's a small sales team. There's about four of them. They go out there and sell. And I was, uh, I was talking to him and, uh, you know, I said, I'm like, what's your sales strategy? And he's like, well, to, to go out and, uh, you know, just work with the customers and build relationships. And I'm like, what's your strategy? What do you mean? He's like, building relationships, I just told you. <laughs> like, I'm like, that's that's not a strategy. And and here's if you want to know if you have a sales strategy in your company, super easy test. Take the strategy away from the salesperson and give it to someone in accounting. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and ask that person in accounting, say, Hey, what's this sales strategy? And if they know what to do, they might not be comfortable doing it. They might be like, look, I'm in the back office for a reason because I don't like putting myself out there. You know, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about can they understand what should happen? And if they can't, there's no sales strategy.
0: Yeah. I mean, even keep it more simple than that. Just hand it to them and ask them, what is this?
1: They're like, uh, a football play." (laughs) Yeah. And you know, in in, in the case of, uh, you know, the, 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 this guy that I was talking to his sales strategy was reach out to the customer. So if I took that and I gave it to someone else and I said, okay, reach out to the customer and they'd be like, how like, call them. Do, do I call them or do I I have a
0: script? Can I, can I say just anything?
1: Am I I supposed to stop by or wait for them to come in or
0: what am I calling them for?
1: Yeah. You know, and, and to the, To the salesperson who, you know, they've done this, they're just like, oh, you know, it makes sense. And and so I kind of worked with them and I said, okay, let's develop this sales strategy. And, uh, you know, and and, and we actually came up with a sales strategy. Like, you know, we identified the target market and we said, okay, what are the characteristics of the target market that we want to go after? And, uh, you know, and so, and then we knew how to reach out to them with an offering of something they were interested in and, yeah. you know, it was really exciting to see them actually have a strategy and go after it. And, and they're just like, oh, my gosh, like like this this makes sense. You yeah. know, it's not just cold calling. I'm like, exactly. It's not just cold calling. That's horrible. Yeah.
0: That's been, man, you know how you have those, those situations in life where somebody can explain something to you. You can be told your whole life this one thing. And then all of a sudden somebody says it. And they just say it in the right way that it's like, oh, my gosh, yeah, now I get it. I I feel like that's what this episode has been like for me. And I'm I'm not trying to be like inflammatory or whatever, but seriously, it's like, wow, that just the way that we're thinking about this right now is it, man, it's clicking with me. I'm loving it. So my
1: wife. Uh Oh, Oh, this cracks me up. I'm a completely
0: different side of the pendulum here.
1: uh, I will have those moments all the time where, like, uh, I'll be sitting down and, uh, you know, um, we'll have some friends over for dinner or something. Sure. Like we'll get into these conversations. And they'll start saying something. I'll be like, oh, my goodness. That's brilliant. And my wife will just be like, <laughs> I have told you this so <laughs> many times. I'm like, well, you know, maybe you didn't say it the right way. Huh? Oh, man. <laughs> she gets so mad. Yeah. Yeah, it cracks me up because it's true. You know, like uh, you have to hear it the right way and it has to just all of a sudden click. You got to be in the right space. You know, there's there's a lot of things going on.
0: (coughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) Yep. I'm
1: 100 percent. get What you're saying?
0: Love you, dear. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have you're not going to make me sign papers, are you? (laughs)
1: Oh, so with that, if you don't have a sales strategy in place, get a sales strategy in place, take the time, jot some things down. It doesn't have to be, you know, long or extensive. It just has to be something that if you gave it to any other employee in the company, would they know what to do? And if the answer is no, then take a little bit more time to, you know, put a strategy together. And
0: and then try to match, do your matchmaking.
1: Exactly.
0: Be a matchmaker and match the right Salesperson to that to
1: the right, correct strategy. Yeah, it's it and magic,
0: magic, magic. And I wish we had a sound effect right now. We're terrible to (laughs) sound fast. No, that was really bad.
1: (laughs) So I hope you enjoyed that magical moment. Uh, We are going to go ahead and sign off for this week's episode, but you can catch us again next week and every other week. Uh, That is uh, Marketing Management Money. Check us out, marketingmanagementmoney.com. Ciao.